The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in the prophet Isaiah, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, just seven games. That's all we have to do. We have to win seven more games. And then we tie up the series. I'm telling you, it's been a long time coming. I I didn't think I would see the day come when Ohio State would finally equal the score with that team up north. When I was a kid, it looked like a bleak possibility. It just didn't seem possible. But, But my son... My son has only in his lifetime seen the team up north get the better of our Buckeyes just once. Just once. You know, if, if I was a fan of that team up north, I, I just might wonder, what can you depend upon? I mean, they were up 23 games in the series. And now, now, seven more games, and that series is tied. What can you depend upon? You know, in life, there are a lot of things that uh, disappoint us as we watch them deteriorate or fall apart. As I was preparing to make the most recent move up here to Stony Ridge, uh, we're putting together or actually taking apart my grandfather's tools and I was disappointed to see that despite my best efforts, there was rust on some of them. And you know, you have to attend to that stuff right away because rust, it will just eat it up. Uh, I don't need to tell you how easy it is for our cars to fall apart in these northern Ohio winters. You know, uh, 
there are all kinds of things that we might invest our money into. And one of the things that we try to do when purchasing a gift for Christmas or purchasing an item for our home is to try to find that item that will have staying power, that will last. You don't want to be the last person who bought an 8-track player or a cassette player, right? You want to be on the starting uh, edge of those curves, The thing with technology is it's always changing. What can you depend upon? Where's a safe place to invest your time, your money, your energy? Over generations, fortunes, even great fortunes, can fade away. Traditions that you hold sacred and You think, ah, well, that's the way we've always done it. In a time like ours, we find that those traditions are forced to give way and change. Maybe in small ways, maybe in big ways. And we wonder, what is it that we can depend upon in life? You know, there's that old phrase, there's only one constant thing in life. And what is that? Change. We hear in Isaiah, all people are grass, their constancy is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades. People. Our constancy is like grass. It looks beautiful as it's growing out there on the lawn. But come a hot summer day and too little water and it fades. People are just like that. We make promises and don't follow through. We look to leaders and they disappoint us with their actions. In whom can we put our trust? In whom can we depend? On whom can we depend in the times that get rough? All people, all people are grass. Their constancy is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades. But, but the word of our God will stand forever. That phrase, there's only one constant thing in life and that's change. Well, yes, But, (laughs) maybe there are two. In fact, there are two things that are constant. Change and the word of our God, which stands forever. And God does not change. He does not go back on his word And what a comfort that is. 
when the things that you have invested your time in, your energy and your life in have fallen away. The people of Israel had lived in Jerusalem, had a king, had a beautiful temple where they worshipped their God and where they could depend upon God to meet them and hear their prayers. And then it all came crashing down. As Babylon came and took their king off in chains, cut off his line, tore down the city walls, destroyed the temple to its very foundations, and carted the people off in exile. And there they lived for 70 years. To the people in Israel, they must have looked and said, on what can you depend? Can we depend upon God? What about the promises he made to Abraham and to our forefathers? What about the promise that he made to David that a king, one of his own line, would be on the throne forever? What about those promises as we sit here in exile? It was to that people asking that question that Isaiah was sent by God to speak a word of comfort, a word of hope, a word of promise. Implausible as it might seem, God was preparing a way for them in the wilderness making a highway in the desert, clearing a path for them to return home. Now as he spoke to them, Babylon was still the big dog in town, and the people must have wondered, how? How will God do this? But God would bring them home. God was faithful to his promise to his word, which stands forever, his word to Abraham that all nations, all families of the earth would be blessed in him. And God was faithful to his promise to David. That promise that one of David's line would be on the throne forever. The word of our God will stand forever. A Messiah was promised by Isaiah to these people, a Savior. Well, the people returned, they rebuilt the walls, they rebuilt the temple, they awaited that king. And in time, another prophet came. John the Baptist, in the same spirit of Isaiah, proclaiming that God was on the move. Prepare a highway for him. Make way, for God is coming. One more powerful than even a prophet, John. 
one who would baptize with the Holy Spirit, that one is Jesus, the Word made flesh. The Word of the Lord endures forever. That one, that Word, Jesus, was faithful to his promise. He was the fulfillment of God's word and the embodiment of God's word. And all of the promises of God are met in him. The promise of our redemption. The promise of our return home through his death and resurrection. The promise of life. The promise of the forgiveness of our sins. All those times when we have put our trust Invested our time, our lives in things that are anything less than that enduring word of God. Those sins are forgiven by that same word, Jesus, who died and rose again for you. So it is that no matter how dark the night may seem, no matter how bleak the outlook, no matter how dire the circumstances and changing the times, no matter how grave the sin is, God's word stands forever for you. Forever. God's word of promise that he made personally to you at the day of your baptism when he claimed you as a daughter or a son for his kingdom. Deliver to you personally that promise of the forgiveness of your sins. So that in those trying times, when all else seems to be changing or fading away, and you wonder in whom you can put your trust, you can firmly rely upon him and his word. And you can proclaim with confidence, I am baptized. When you cringe, ashamed of your sin, you can remember that in baptism your sins are forgiven. And you can say with confidence, I am baptized. When it seems that you are all alone, that your friends have forgotten you, and you don't know where to turn, you can remember God's promise made to you in baptism that he is with you, that he never leaves you nor forsakes you. When it appears as if justice will remain forever elusive, that wrongdoers will maintain their upper hand, that institutions are hopelessly corrupt, Even then, you can place your trust in the enduring word of God, which will stand forever. That God will make a way in the wilderness. And God himself, God himself is coming. He's on the move. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather his lambs into his arms, carry them in his bosom, and gently lead the mother sheep.
In whom are you placing your trust? On whom can you depend? The word of the Lord endures forever. The word of our God will stand forever. His word is trustworthy and true. May we find in him our firm foundation today, this week, and all our lives. In the name of Jesus, amen.